Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> You're in the ball! Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoint, on lui fait perdre la rondelle, une passe devant. Et c'est la mauvaise! Ce sera la victoire des Canadiens. Stanley pour les Canadiens. Le match troisième de l'histoire. You found the dogs! John, you found the dogs! He found the dogs! And all together, they worked a young team to the top. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. 8.6 beer. Intense by nature. And Lacage. If the last time you went to the Lacage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to Lacage. It's going to be sick. Marinero, the sick podcast on this Thursday night, December the 8th. It is a couple of minutes past 10 o'clock right here. And uh, we're live on YouTube. We're live on Facebook and we're live on Twitter. And I'm wearing my nice shirt here. Look at that. Usually when I talk, I get paid. I love this shirt. Having my 8.6 beer, and this show is brought to you in part by 8.6 beer, Intense by Nature, the beer for those who follow their instinct and live their passions in order to make their mark. Let's go for it. There you go. Also brought to you by Energy Transportation Group, which is a, uh, a leading full-service logistics provider serving all of North America, driven to be different, and... Brought to you by Lacage. If the last time you went to Lacage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you go back to Lacage. The menu will surprise you. Our regular contributor every Thursday night is George Lorac. And once upon a time, he appeared on this show in a hotel room, lying on his bed with a pillow underneath him. And he was wearing absolutely nothing. And look at that. Look at that. He's got his sick vegan hoodie. That I personally <laughs> delivered to him about a week ago. All right, okay. I'm 50 years old, and you turned 46. As a matter of fact, you turned 46 yesterday. Yes, I did. There we go. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, dear George. 
George. Happy birthday. Now you That's know why awesome. I got you the hoodie. Thank you. Thank you, brother. That's awesome. That is so awesome. I love it. Sick vegan. I love I thought it. I heard somebody Beautiful. coming in there for a second. Hey, that's very, Beautiful. very nice. Okay. It. I'm happy. Thank good, you. good, good. Very, very good. Fantastic. Awesome. Okay. Very good. All right. So now, uh, now that you're there, but you, you know, you got to stop going to these cheap hotels. Okay, George, George, just see, okay. But just you made a lot know. of money in your career no, hold on, hold on, and you hold on, continue hold on. to make a lot of money in your after Let career. Stop going to Let these uh, $36 for four hours. Let me explain to you why I'm here. Yeah. I'm here for the foundation. They set each hockey players that are coming to play in a hotel to play for the foundation. If we go in a more expensive hotel, it's less money. It's less money that's going to go to the charity if I go to a five-star hotel. So okay. I'm okay to go to a cheaper hotel that is sponsoring the tournament. So then all the proceeds ah, go to the charity. Good. Okay, That's I, why, Tony. Okay, I'm a little bit rattled here because... Uh, Look at this piece of work. I, I just, it's it's 10-10, and I hear knocking on my door, all right? I'm in my basement. No one usually knocks on my door at 10-10. And uh, I'm even afraid to ask. You want to come on camera here or what? You want to come on camera? How are you? This is my buddy, Joe Scalzo, okay? Hi, Joe. He's. You want to come down and look at him so he can see you? You're in the camera there, okay? You want to say hi? George Lorac's birthday Joe. yesterday. Happy birthday. All right. Thank you. Thank I you. think I think you may know him because you went to see Susie not too far, right? In the uh, you did the sculpting, the sculpting here at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I did. Okay, I did. So there's, many, there's he, many treatment that I've done there. This is yeah. It's the best place for uh, it's the best spot for men and women. Uh, okay. And treatment center in uh, in. Well, he's he's in the same strip mall. I'm afraid to I'm afraid to ask because I already have a feeling I know what's going on. Yeah. What's going on? Daniello and Sammy called me today. Yeah. They said they can't take looking at your hair no more. So I'm here to fix it. This is my barber. And Daniello and Sammy, can you bring up Daniello and Sammy for a second here? Let's yeah, bring up Daniello and Sammy. Daniello and Sammy, right. come on. Are you guys serious or what? You called my barber to come in and to give me a haircut live on my podcast? Well, T Tony, look at the look at the wig you have on your head right now. That's exactly. See, George knows. Look at your hair, man. We got to get rid of yeah, it. I understand, bad, but bad. you have to do it live on the podcast in yellow. Yes, because we want to show people we care about you. So there you go. What a piece yeah. of work this guy is. All right, Joe. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. There's a chair over there. You need to sit down, or you're gonna do a stand. How are you gonna do? You're gonna, see, you're gonna do a standing up or what? Yeah. Whether yeah. he's sitting up, anything he does, whether he's standing up or not, is gonna be an improvement. Oh my God! I yeah 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 yeah. Oh my, he's opening his he's opening his his briefcase. Though you got to see this. This is unbelievable. Uh, wow, I, I'm a little bit rattled. I don't I don't even know where to start. To tell you the truth, okay? Because uh, Agnello and Sammy, this is the first this is the first one they've ever played on me. Which uh, yeah, I guess it all depends. Okay, it's all cool. Hey, for whatever reason, my God, where am I going to start? I'm rattled. Uh, you're watching on YouTube, you're watching on Facebook, you're watching on Twitter. Share it with your friends. If you like it, like it. Uh, share it with as many people as possible. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're going to watch it tomorrow on Google or Apple or Spotify, I mean, listen to it. Uh, leave us a five-star review. We'd appreciate it. A lot of people are starting to get worried about Cole Caulfield. I can't believe this guy's going to cut my hair any second now. They're starting to get worried because Cole Caulfield is scoring at 100 miles an hour. He doesn't have a contract yet. And everyone's starting to wonder whether the contract's going to be a long-term or a short-term. What do you think is going to happen? Cole Caulfield already said that he loves the Montreal market because he tries playing under pressure. So all these things that I've heard about him wants to play. Uh, why are you laughing? 
Why are you laughing? He put a towel over me. He's actually oh, going to okay. kill my hair for like. <laughs> actually, uh, it's not just you. It's not just your hair. He has to cut. He has to trim you down there because I heard you like Borat down there. No, 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 no. You have to do you know trimming what? down there too. You know, if I didn't work for eight million companies and I was worried about getting fired, I'd actually show you that I'm. I'm as clean as a whistle here. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on a second. I'll show you this. I'll show you this. Hold on. I'll show you this. Hold on. Hold on. Joel, lift this cape over here. Lift this cape. Put it over my head here. Hold on a second. Do you see a hair? I don't want to take off my top because then I'm going viral. Do you see any hairs? Look at my arms. Look at my hands. Look at my fingers. I, I'm, I have no hairs. I have a phobia okay. for hair. The only, where I, the only place I keep it is on top of my head. I but I don't, do, I don't do a very good job you, with that. You go, I didn't know you go waxing every day, but congratulations. That's I awesome. don't go waxing. I bought myself a trimmer at Costco, and I trim like like every three days I trim. Okay, so you don't look like a bear. That's awesome. No, no, That's no. no I don't. Look, you won't find one hair on my arms. Look at that. You won't find one hair on my hand. Nothing, nothing. Actually, there's a couple. They're very, very little. Very That's little. That's awesome. Yeah, that I, have awesome. A, I have a I, – I, I shave my legs like once a week. Hey, uh, hey uh, to Joe uh, – 200 bucks if you shave his entire head. Joe, <laughs> he just offered you 200 bucks if you shave my entire head. My, my wife's going to die. If you shave my entire head, my wife's going to die. You want a beer? Actually, I don't, I don't you know why he doesn't yeah. die looking at these. Hey, have, right a beer, have a beer. Have a beer. Like, but look at the camera like, every now and then. Hey, look at the camera. Cheers, cheers. cheers. <laughs> this is our sponsor, 8.6 Beer. Uh, Tony, if you want to lose weight, you can't drink beer at this time. It's way too late. It's not good for your metabolism. I, I support those who support me, George. Zita now. Zita, zita. All right. Are you, wor are you worried <laughs> okay. about Cole Caulfield? Okay. So about Cole Caulfield, Cole Caulfield already said that he tries playing on a, on, a, on a big market team and he lost playing Montreal because under pressure, that's what he likes the most. There is a lot of players that don't like playing in a market like this because there's too much pressure and they don't like it. They can't for, perform under this, but Caulfield can. And uh -huh. he is right now, and it's awesome. Since last year, the way he's been playing and he's starting the season, he's playing like he finished. He's having fun. Martin yeah. St. Louis is his biggest fan, and he loves it. He's going to sign a long-term contract just like Suzuki did because he loves it here. He loves playing with Suzuki. They have perfect chemistry together. Suzuki and him been talking about the relationship, how on and off the ice, they're always together. So he wants to be with him. He knows that if he goes into another market, he might not have a center like Suzuki that makes him look good. And Suzuki is the reason why he's going to score 40 goals this year. So I think he's going to match the amount of years Suzuki is going to do, just like Mitch Marner did with Matthew. So, 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 so nobody, got so nobody, Suzuki's got seven years left. Do you think he's going to finish the seven years or... Let me ask you this. Crosby and Malkin signed for the same amount. I think it was 8.7 a year. I think Kane and Taves at one point, that could be mistaken, was it 10 and a half? Yeah. They signed he, for the same amount. Do you think yes. Suzuki and Caulfield, Caulfield signs for the same contract that Suzuki has? I'm not sure if the, he's going to sign for the same, but it's going to be pretty close to it because uh, Pat Brisson is his agent, and I know he's going to want to go for the money. But I think the terms will be the same because right now, as you can see in the NHL, they go with duos. Like, you know, you just said it. Crosby, yes. Malkin, Taze, Kane, uh, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Matthews, Marner. <laughs> Matthews, Marner. You get duos and then you surround your team around it. So he loves playing with Suzuki. Suzuki makes him look good and it's awesome. And you know that when you change team, you might not...
George, I don't hear you. Now we lost him. At the beginning, I heard bouncing. Then he took himself off. No, then he no wanted one. to shut off the air conditioner. Now he's back. Look, look. I don't yeah. hear you. Okay, I hear you. Yeah. Now. So, so what I was saying is that nobody asked. Hold me Hold on about a second. What happened? You got a phone call. You got a call on your phone. Yeah, so I, I turned it off. So You're supposed good. to put your phone on. Do not disturb. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Put your phone on. Do not disturb. Now you got rid of me. This is this is a real. This is a this is a mitigated disaster, eh? This is a disaster tonight. I think the best thing that happened all night tonight is that I'm actually getting a haircut because I haven't been able to go. Did you see the way I butchered it on the? Tell me the truth. Did I butcher it? Really? Hold on a second. Tell everyone. You butchered it. Butchered it. I butchered it. But how can I butcher it if I took a clipper and I put the adjustment on top and I just, I went even? How did I butcher it? All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's get the. Okay. Okay. All good now. All good. Okay. Very good. Is yeah. Good now? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Perfect. It's all good now. Yeah. All, do not disturb. Okay. So nobody has to, to be afraid now because I think that. He's going to stay. He's going to match the amount of year that Suzuki did. They have perfect chemistry together. There's no controversy there. It's a matter of time before this is all resolved. And they're going to be playing together for years to come. But He's what's going score. on with you tonight? The phone is falling. It's going up it's and because... down. Two weeks ago, you were on top of your pillow, hammering away at 100 miles an hour, like when we were 18. What's going on here? Because my app is not working. You asked me to use my phone. I'm having my vitamin bottles holding my phone up on top of my suitcase. My God. Listen to me carefully. Listen to me carefully. Look at this. It's a mini tripod. Buy one of these. Actually, I'm going to buy you one. And you bring it with you everywhere you go. You're putting, you played in the National Hockey League for a decade. You played with Rossi. You played with the best in the world. You made big money and you have your phone being held up by vitamin bottles. George, I didn't know that my it wasn't gonna work for my iPad. I didn't know I was gonna have to use my phone. So now it's fine. I put it against the wall, so it's all good. Okay. But I didn't know, but now I know. Next time I use my phone, and then I won't use my iPad. I brought it down just for you. I brought my iPad in Toronto just so we could do this. Oh, and thank apparently you. it doesn't that. work. So thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So you think it's gonna be a long term deal? And you're not worried about anything. By the way, Tony, why are you getting a haircut at 10 o'clock at night? You're going to bed after. Your hair is going to be all messed up. Why don't you do this in the morning? I didn't call Joe. Agnello and Sammy called Joe because obviously they wanted to pull a prank on me at this time while the podcast was going on. I usually go see Joe in the morning. I usually go at around 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. Now I got hairs all over my microphone. I'm going to have hairs all over my floor. I'm going to have to call my son here to come vacuum pretty soon because my wife's going to end up killing me. Even though this is, quote, unquote, my room, she's going to kill me if there's hair in this room, even though this is supposed to be my room and it's off limits to everybody so, so else. What, so so why you have to call you son to clean up? You can't do it yourself? No, well, I, I, I wanted him to do it right now, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I could do it after the show. You're right about that. Jake Allen. Jake Allen said earlier today, that when he broke into the league 10 years ago, between then and now, the league has become so much more offensive. And within the next couple of years, it's going to even become more offensive, and it's going to be a league for 18 to 24-year-olds that are really going to do well. When you take a look at what the Canadians have in the system going forward, do you think they're going to be well-equipped vis-a-vis other well, teams? 
Yeah, they, they, they are already all well, well equipped. Right now, they have a surplus of defensemen. They have so many good defensemen right now that you know they all gonna, they're not all going to make it in Montreal because just with Jackeye, uh, Goulet, and Harris, with those 3D men, Kovacevic is doing good, but Mayus coming up, Trouble is coming up. There's so many Ds that they'll be able to use some of those D men to get, you know, a young, you know, forward, a young forward to put in, in the second line for next year. Uh, they, they're in a really, really good position. And that's why I tell everyone that a lot of people want to see the team tank. They want them to see the team to finish last so they, so they get the top three picks. They have so many good players that are considered first-round pick, like Goulet and all these guys that you don't need another top three picks next year to make sure that your future is fine because you have enough prospect right now for years to come to have a really good team. And now with the prospect that you have now that are doing good, like Suzuki Coalfield, it'll be easy to attract free agents mm-hmm. so you could surround them with great veterans. So you're right about that's that. why if you look at all the young guys that they have right now, Tony, uh, the future, the Canadian is really good. Nobody expected them to do so good this year. They're like uh, almost up to 30 games, two games above 500. This is very good. It's encouraging. You finished last last year. You're going to finish about 20, 22nd this year is a big improvement. Mm-hmm. And next year you could fight for a playoff spot if not making it. It is really good. So that's why if you look at the future of this team and with the new direction that they're taking, it's really good. And we know that all the contract like Ahmed, Dadanov, Drouin, all these guys are going to be done. Armia, they're going to be gone. It'll free up so much money that with that, the team's going to be able to do a lot of great moves. All right. Um... You mentioned Gouli. You mentioned the young defenseman. Are you willing to bet right now that Caden Gouli is going to be a number one defenseman for the next 10 years in the National Hockey League? Or he'll be a number two. He'll be a first pairing, but he'll be a number two. Does he have uh, all the tools to be a number one? Or does uh, he need all Ma- the tools it, to be number it, one? In, in Montreal, he will be a number one for the next 10 years. Uh, in the NHL, I'm not going to say he's going to be a number one, and that's because of who he's playing with. You remember that. You know, like, you look at a guy like Sergacha for some, some of the other guys. When you're playing with a guy like Edmund, uh, it's really, for your development, it, it makes a hell of a difference, you know, yeah. depending who you're playing with. Yeah. Right now, Goulet is the best defenseman on, in the Canadian. So, where is this, who is he playing with that's going to make him any better when he's already the best defenseman on the team, right? So, mm-hmm. he's doing good. But again, when you talk about player development, it depends who you play with. And, and whoever you're playing with, like guides you, gives you the way. And Madison is okay. So is Emerson. Emerson is going to be traded at the deadline anyway. Madison yeah. is good. But I take Goulet before Madison right now any day of the week because, you know, he's a rookie and the way that he's developed himself, I'm not sure that he's learning so much from Madison yeah. because right now he's already scoring his own persona, the way that he's playing and he's doing really good. Yeah. Jake Allen was saying, by the way, that he's blown away by Caden Gooley. Yeah. No, no, blown we all are. We all, we all are, Tony. Like, often we say that the defenseman position is a position that takes a while to mature, and uh, you have so much to learn from. And it's hard. It's yeah. a hard position, and you look so comfortable out there that the way that he's playing is so fluid that those are the type of stuff he does that you can't teach. And the fact that he's playing with so much insurance in a first year and playing against the tough lines already is showing already and how good he's going to be. Yeah, Joe, uh, you want to look in the camera for a second? Someone says you look like a young uh, Marc Dupré. You know Marc Dupré? <laughs> you don't know Marc Dupré? I know Marc Dupré. Yeah, yeah, he's a Quebec <laughs> actor. Look look at the camera, Joe. Get down a second. The camera's over there, Joe. 
Yeah, yeah. Don't look at there. Look at this. No, what, but what, what, okay. why? Why are you asking Joe to get down? Why, why don't you take off your hat? Why don't you take off your hat, huh? Joe? Pony. Yeah. Why are you asking Joe to get down in front of you? What is that? No, no. So that he can, people could see him in the camera because they can't see his face. I think they want to say hi to him and stuff like that. What are you doing exactly with my hair, Joe? Because a lot of people are wondering why you just didn't take a number one, just pass a number one, and that's it. Then away, but it's over. Yes, it would. It would do a favor. No, I don't want to go very short. No, no, I don't want to go very short. So you still look presentable. You want to? You want to mullet? No, no, no. So uh, what are we doing? We're we're doing a Barry Melrose here. What's the story here? A little bit of a, a more Barry Melrose. A exactly. little bit of a Barry Melrose. Hey. um... I thought it was very interesting earlier today on the radio station in which you're a host and I'm a collaborator, Marte Lemay show, which is the afternoon drive at BPM Sports Radio in Montreal. It's 91.9 on your FM dial. Here's an excerpt in French. We're going to translate. Head coach of the Arizona Coyotes, Andre Turigny, asked about Uri Slavkowski because the big debate right now is whether or not Slavkowski should go to the World Juniors and play for Slovakia. Let's hear from Andre Tourigny. At this moment, you have to attend that Slavkowski is a leader. It will be the last time he is a leader in his club. He is going to play with men. You don't want to say that he is a leader in his club. After that, he is in the championship of the Olympics. You don't want to say that he is a leader in the chambre. He was 17 years old. He is with the Canadian. You don't want to say that he is a leader in the chambre. Là, ça va être quand la dernière fois qu'il avait, qu avait été le leader dans la chambre quand il était mid-jet puis là vous allez dire là, là faut il faut qu'il soit le leader de notre équipe dans la ligne nationale All right, there's André Tourigny who without saying whether or not he should go because he doesn't play for his team right so I'm sure that's why he didn't want to go there but it sounds like he's saying that he thinks he should go because he said when was he ever a leader of the locker room? When it was the Olympics or the World Juniors, he was 17 years old or just 18. There's veterans on the team. You have a chance here to be a leader because the last time he was probably a leader was when he was playing midget. So it almost sounds like, without saying it, it almost sounds like he's saying he thinks he should go. Your thoughts on what Andre Tourigny said? And in the end, tell me if you'd send them yes or no. Well, <clears throat> first of all, it is weird for me to listen to an NHL coach, talk, NHL coach talking about other players in the NHL. I mean, I'm hearing Torini talking more about the Canadian players than his own players. You're coaching the NHL. What are you doing combating Montreal players? To me, that's weird. And you should be focusing on your own team and not other teams. End of, uh, end of, uh, end of the point on this, because I think it's weird. Now, regarding that point about Olympics. With I Slavkowski. think he's doing a huge service to actually listeners. We're getting commentary from an NHL coach who's not afraid to give his generic opinions. No, no, I mean, no, but Tony, Tony, you're right, but it's a conflict of interest. You co you're coaching the NHL. You should not be commenting about other players in, and that are not on your team. He's coaching the NHL. I've never seen a coach in the NHL doing something about commenting about other players in other teams. You know, the, the situation that the Coyotes are already is as weird as it is in, the, in, that, in their rank, that now you have a coach that is commenting on the radio every day on other players. To me, that's weird. I know for the people, for the public, the inside is awesome. But to me, it's a conflict of interest. It's not right. But yeah. to go back, to, do, I, I, to, to go back, 
I'm a little, I'm a, I'm a little bit biased. I love Andre. And uh, and I love hearing him speak. So maybe maybe I'm a little bit biased. Okay. No 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 no. But it's okay. I'm just I, I understand that people like it. I'm just saying that in an internal point of view, you can't do that. But to talk about not answering the question, what you just said about the Olympics, I would send him there. I would so send him there. Because the World Juniors, you mean? The World Juniors. I, I would send, yeah, sorry, World Junior. I would send him there. And the reason why I would send him there is because Slavkovsky playing a fourth line 10 minutes a game with Pedzeta doesn't give him justice. It's a guy that has to play in a top line and he's not ready yet to play in a top six with the Montreal Canadian. And to be honest with you, Tony, I'm afraid that he's going to get rocked one time. He's going to get a bad concussion because I'm afraid to. It's like, it's like he hasn't learned yet how to pre- You can't be this big, 6'4", and getting rocked every game like this. Like, the, the, he was practicing today with a coach that was showing him how to keep his head up while he's doing drills because he's not used to that yet. He's getting hit too much. So if he goes to the world championship, he could be back in, in a position where he could dominate. He could play lots, lots of minutes get this confidence back because with the amount of time he got hit this year, I love Pezzetta, but he's a skilled guy. He shouldn't be playing the fourth with, you know, Jake Evans skates all over the place. He's one concussion the way that his career is done. He doesn't produce anything other than being really good on a PK. Pezzetta is a physical guy that can't play with, 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 you know, with Slavkowski because he's a skilled guy and the other guy is a crusher. So it doesn't give him any justice to be there for his development. So that's why I would put him in a position to play good minutes to play uh, in a junior. I um, I think I just got hair in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I have a theory on um, Slavkovsky getting hit hard. And by the way, I'm worried that he's going to get concussed too. And he, you picked up number one in the draft and you want this guy to be with you for like 15 years and he's a huge asset and the last thing you want is him getting rocked and I saw Galchenia get rocked a lot as an 18 year old I saw Kokinemi get rocked a lot as an 18 year old I saw Eric Lindros get rocked a lot in his career they have the habit that they have their head down a lot they don't take a lot of information today I saw something pretty cool which is something I would have liked to have seen at the beginning of the year there's a criticism I can make of the Canadians Adam Nicholas was working with Slavkovsky today before all the players got on the ice. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was talking about. Yes, and he was working on getting keeping his head up while he was stick handling. But I found that in this case, the Canadians were reactive instead of being proactive. I would have loved for this to have taken place, and maybe it did, and I didn't know. But, 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 Tony, but Tony, just so you know, I have never seen in my life. I played 13 years in the NHL, and, uh, you know, I followed in hockey a lot. I have never seen a coach having to teach a guy to keep his head up in the NHL. I've never seen that. Yeah, before. but George, how many you, times you have first, you see guys get rocked and get Tony, concussions? Tony, your first round pick overall. How do you not know that the NHL is physical? You have to keep your head up. The exhibition game against Ottawa. George, like, it, it, got, he got Eric Lindros' career was shortened because of this, George. And this guy was supposed to be a phenom. Yeah, but. He was, but you know, no, no, predatory George. hits. Scott Stevens, what he's done, what he did. George, it, those I, hits I, are not no longer allowed today. But, George, but Tony, I, disagree, think about George it. I disagree with you. 
Tony, I've never seen a player that needs to that needs to learn to keep his head up when you already got rocked so many. He got rocked so many times this year. How he doesn't know that yet? That in the NHL is a hitting league. You're six foot four. You shouldn't be on your ass all the time. Keep your head up. It's not normal that a small player rocks you. You're getting hit all the time. That's not normal. I've never seen a guy that has to do drill learning to keep his head up. This is the NHL, you know. And you know, and to me, it's like okay, it's the basics. You, we teach that to kids in Bantam first year that they play. Contact. George, he was Those always kids, they get they get hit once. They have their head up all the time. Tony, you know that when I was my first year Bantam, Tony, yeah, I got a concussion because my head was on my the puck, looking at the puck. I wasn't looking up. After I got that concussion, I never looked down again. I learned from it. How many times is he going to have to get hit before he learns that he has to keep his head up? George, he was so much bigger than everyone else that he was able to get by on his physicality. And he probably played on, you know, and now and now he's, and it probably played in bigger rinks. And now everywhere he turns, the game is faster. The guys are just as big. They're just as strong. The smartest players in the world are playing in the National Hockey League. And he's getting caught. And it's going to be an adjustment. And I think the reason why you never saw coaches teaching guys how to keep their head up is because the Canadians are doing things that other teams haven't done in the past. I think it's smart what they're doing. As a matter of fact, I think it's brilliant. I just would have loved if they would have done it before because every time a guy breaks into the league who's 18 years old who is not a slam dunk and is either either really big or skipped a step to get there, I'm worried about them getting caught. Jake Evans came into the league later than that. Okay, he wasn't a first-round pick. I got it. But Jake Evans got rocked. Like, I think he sustained, like, four concussions in two and a half years. I mean, it's just... I don't uh, anyway. But, I, but Jake I, Evans, Jake Evans also is a smaller forward. Slav is six foot four. He looks bad when he's six foot four. You get yeah, but like because that Jake time. Evans is a smaller forward, he's had to exercise his brain and his IQ and take information and track most of his career because he wasn't gonna, uh, you know, uh, barrel over guys. But Slavkowski never exercised his brain because he always got by on his huge size. That's what I think is the explanation to that. Tell me that sounds Tony, 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 we're in December. Like, how many more months does he need? It's not like he just started. How many times he got rocked this year? How many more times he has to get rocked to figure it out? You know, you know when you talk about hockey IQ, that's what it is. There's muscle memory, remembering. Remembering that you got rocked last game, keep your head up. But not having to do a drill. George, like, I think he knows he has to keep Tony, his head up, but it's a hard, it's a bad habit that's hard to break, no? Yeah, but Tony, like, it's the NHL. Like, to me, when I saw this coach doing drill with him, keep your head up, I was like, man, this is the first pick overall, and we have to do a drill about keeping his head up. To me, to me, Tony, that doesn't make sense. It's ridiculous. You, like, I've never seen that, Tony. I've never heard of anything like that. There's many European players that play in the NHL that are not used to play physical, that play in a bigger rink, and they play in a league that has no hitting. They come there, they know it's physical, they have their head up. They don't have a coach teaching them to keep it up. So I hope it works, but to me, it was very weird to see that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this, probably not a popular opinion. I've really given this a lot of thought. 
I probably changed my mind on it a couple of times. I'm not going to change my mind anymore. At, at some point this season, I'm ready to send Slavkowski to Laval for some more seasoning, and I'm ready to send him to the World Juniors so that he can uh, try to lead as much as he can. And we he agree. may or we may not agree. be able to dominate, but I, we don't agree. We both agree. Oh, we no, agree. We yeah, both. Yeah, we I agree. agree. I agree. The NHL's too fast right now, so you send them to the American Hockey League. Let it slow it down a bit. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. No, he needs to dominate somewhere. He needs to play big minutes. He needs to be in the first PK, play 20 minutes a game. And I'm not sure playing a fourth line 10 minutes a game with Evan and the Penzetta is, is helping his hockey. I got a stupid question. It won't be the first I'm going to ask, and it's not going to be the last. When you played and you practiced, did you want to score every shot you took in practice, or did you go through motions? Uh, it depends. It, it really depends what you did. Uh, you know, like, obviously, a guy like me, you have to practice as hard as you can, right? So... You know, warm-ups and stuff. It's warm-up, warm-up the goalie, stuff like that. No. But if it's hard practice where, you know, you play or you battle and you play and you go from the corner to the net or two-on-two battle, stuff like this, yes. It depends what it, what it is, right? Often in practice when you do drills and stuff, like you're warming up the goalie so it's not the same. And also when you're a rookie, it's not the same as when you're a veteran. When you establish, you know, mm -hmm. you go to the motion a bit more even though you skate hard. The shooting is different as when you're a rookie, you want to prove your place in the warm-up, in the lineup, and you want to be established. So then you, you might take everything more differently because, you know, you feel like each practice you have to fight for your spot. So I'd say more so when you're a rookie than a And by the way, I believe in Slavkowski. I like Slavkowski. I don't have a problem with the Canadians that they chose Slavkowski. I just think that some players need American Hockey League. Some players don't. Some players need to go to the World Juniors. Some players don't. I never saw a player get hurt from going to the World Juniors. I think it can help all players going to the World Juniors. So that's what yeah. I'll say about that. But, you know, I asked you before about the shooting. Marty St. Louis asked earlier today by, by our buddy Eric Engels. Listen to this. I think it's important for players who are shooting in practice and warm up with the same mentality of trying to score with every shot. Yeah, you want to score in games? You better score in practice. Again, you talk about trusting the training. Never shot not to score because every game I'm shooting to score. Cole doesn't get nervous when he gets a scoring opportunity because he trusts the training. And his training in practice is he shoots to score. So if you think you're not going to score in practice and all of a sudden you're going to score in games, you know, take every reps like they mean something. Because you're going to get in those situations, you're going to trust the training because you you respected the reps. This guy's the best, man. Maybe maybe that's why I only scored 53 goals in the NHL. I should have shot every time to try to score. I would no, no, but more. when the more, <laughs> like, I find, you know, I stopped going to school back in 1993. I find every time I listen to Marty St. Louis speak, I find like I'm back in school again. I find like I'm learning something. I mean, I love this guy. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I really, really, <laughs> I like him so much. He's the most refreshing coach they've ever had in my life. Are you ever. sold? Are you sold? Well, yeah, I, li I like him because he brings a different approach. The thing is this. You can't compare eras, right? Because it's completely different. And also remember that Martin Saint-Louis comes with a team that he has no pressure. He comes with a team with a lot of young guys that they just have to play and have fun. So 
it's a perfect environment to start your NHL career as coming to a team that you have to win now. Mm -hmm. Nobody expects the team to make the playoffs, so it's good. He lets the guy lose, let them have fun, not too, not too confusing with different systems, and now everybody's contributing, and it's awesome, and he's inspiring them. So it's perfect because even though he has no experience in the NHL, just his background that he has, of the hockey background that he has, makes it so the players respect him because he played over a thousand games in the NHL, defied the odds with the fact that he's a small player. Mm -hmm. He knows how to score, he knows how to play the game, and he's teaching it with the intensity that he knew how he played. And that's why the team is playing above what we expected of them. So yeah, he's in a he's the perfect guy right now uh, for what he's doing with his team to be in this position. And it's awesome. Uh, a shout out to Playground. They have over 600 machines, poker tournaments, and Playground casino games, daily promotions, and unmatched customer service. Why go anywhere else? Located just over the Mercier Bridge, only minutes from downtown Montreal. George, I know you go to bed early. I know you stayed up a little later for me. It's 1042. I'm going to let you go. But before you do, once again, talk to me about what you're doing for Hockey for the Homeless. This is, uh, this is um, uh, you know, a special charity these hockey for the homeless games, they used to take place in Montreal a couple of years ago. Are they still coming back to Montreal, George? Uh, no? Yes. Yeah, it's all over Canada. So, okay. you know, this this week is in Toronto, Aurora, Newmarket. Next week, I'm in Winnipeg. Uh, so uh, it's a bunch of NHLers uh, like me. Uh, Who's there? The, uh, maybe uh, Doug Gilmore. I'm not sure. Like, I didn't look at the list, but they think... The, the the popular NHL guys that that they're drawing attention, and they do a they do a draft where the team that draft that raise the most amount of money they draft the player that they want and it goes in order, and uh, all the money that are raised there's okay. different charitable foundation across the city that donate for the homelessness, and uh, we play hockey and then a lot of like they they raise from a hundred to like two hundred fifty thousand. Oh, amazing, fantastic, no, wow. No, it's very good. And when we play those tournaments, we play three games with people that bid, that, that picks us up. Like me, I'm going to play with a team that drafted me. I'm going to spend uh, three games with them, and I spend time and having fun with them to oh, encourage wow. them to come back next year. And uh, It, must, it must bring back some pretty awesome memories, George, to the time when you paid so that you can play in the NHL. Yeah, no, no. It, it, <laughs> it, it is, but Tony, it is awesome. It is awesome. Ah, uh, no, uh, fantastic. You know, it's a hey, listen, and, yeah. it, it's 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 absolutely fantastic. So tomorrow, uh, are you going to be playing in the games, or are you going to be hosting your radio show? What's going on at eleven o'clock? No, no, I I I have to miss my radio show tomorrow because uh, okay. I have three games: one at ten at noon and at two. So I can't. So uh, who's filling it's the in? First time it's the it's the no, no nobody. Uh, uh, Max and uh, Greg. Greg is taking my spot uh, with Max. Okay. Uh, so uh, it's all good. It's the first time that I'm missing a show this year. But uh, sometimes yeah. charity work, sometimes I have to miss. But uh, Yeah, no, George, I, I think it's awesome that you're giving your time to, for such an amazing charity because hockey helps the homeless is absolutely fantastic. George, good for you. Thanks for doing this, all right? Thank and I'm going to get you one of these. I got you the uh, sick vegan sweater. I'm going to get you one of these mini tripods now so that you don't have to hold your phone <laughs> on type of your vitamins bottles. What vitamins did you bring, by the way? What, what vitamins are they? It's always the same, like spirulina, Which one? spirulina herbs, spirulina Spir herbs, uh, B12, stuff like this. That uh, Oh, you take B12? Uh, yeah, my wife takes B12. I'm, as a vegan, right? I don't eat meat, right? And uh, dairy. Yeah. 
which a lot of B12 come in it. So I take it naturally. I take so. uh, vitamin D3. Yeah. I take uh, magnesium. I take curcumin. Oh, curcumin. Yeah, good. I've taken ashwagandha in the past. Have you ever taken that? Yeah. Uh, no. But, no you, but, but how about you take your bicycle once in a while? You promise. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Is there any truth that uh, you 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 uh, you bring the blue pill with you, and that's why you were going up? <laughs> Tony, I'm black. I don't need blue pills. You do. <laughs> Actually, do a favor to your wife. Take puff one a night. She'll be happy. <laughs> she can feel something for once. <laughs> hey, you brought the subject, man. I'm closing this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> That's why you're going to top the pillow. <laughs> you love that one, eh? Hey, let, 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 let me. <laughs> let me ask you something. What time does what time does Moxie Quaffer uh, and Yellow Kid? Uh, uh, what, how much? Uh, what time does Moxie Quaffer usually close at on weeknights? Tonight it closed at what time? You close it around eight. The fact that uh, oh look at that! Look at look look what we have here! Look look look! Moxiequaffer dot com. Huh? There's the phone number three six three thirty three thirty two. And on Boulevard Newman in Villa Sal, seventy-seven, seventy-one Newman, you're closed on Mondays and Sundays. Is that correct? Are those the right hours? Tuesday to Friday, ten a.m. to six p.m. You said you close at around eight. Well, uh, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, a little bit later. We're going to update the, the website. We're going to update the internet. Then on Saturdays between nine and five. Is that correct? Exactly. So George, seeing as he closes at around eight o'clock, um, and uh, and uh, it's like ten forty-seven, and he's at my house right now. How much you think I uh, I tip him? Because this is this is big overtime that he's doing. It's two hours and forty seven minutes after closing. Is that my house? Give him a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks. Hundred bucks is good. Hey, <laughs> hundred bucks is good. So, so. Please say yes. Yeah. He says yes. But you know what though? If he would have cut all my hair, he would have given you two hundred bucks. You know yeah. what? I should I should have did it. You want to know why? You could have taken hundred and give me the hundred hundred. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Actually, give him a happy ending too. Stop! Okay, stop! 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 Family show over here. We gotta go. Kelly says to give you fifty five dollars. <laughs> people are people. Oh no, Kelly says fifty five dollar tip, fifty dollar haircut. Hold on a second. I gotta. You want to laugh? I went to lunch today and I, I, bet, I, I don't know if I have hundred dollars. <laughs> Let's see. Hold on a second. Do we have enough? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We have enough. We have enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for you. All this right. is awesome. I'm George, glad. have a good one. Take care, buddy. Thanks. Oh, my God. You, you make me laugh. It's unbelievable. It was His phone was on top of his vitamins. This is this guy's, this, this guy's a piece of work for real. Hey, uh, why don't you come in? Because I, I got news for you. Uh, you and I? No, no, no. Bring your chair up here. Uh, you and I, we're going to podcast together now. Have you ever done this before? Nope. We're going to podcast together, okay? So there's. Uh, we're going to go for about uh, five or six minutes. And then I'm going to bring you go for gold. But I know you're a big Montreal Canadiens fan, right? Yes. Right? Okay, so talk into the microphone. We're going to share the mic. Big Montreal Canadiens fan. Yes. Yeah. And uh, what do you think they're going to do this year? Well, as 
much as I want them to do good, I yeah, like, I like them to lose a little bit. You okay? You like them to do good, but you want them to lose a little bit. Yes. Why? Suffered for so long. Yeah. Might as well suffer one more year. Yeah. And try to get that big number one. Uh, yeah. Number. Yeah. So we suffer for so long. So you're like me. We got the beer in here. Uh, you're wearing the Yankees hat. Yeah. Okay. So you want them to get Connor Bedard or what? What's the story? I would like to. Who's your favorite player of all time? Wayne Grayson. How do you feel about uh, Ovechkin that he's going to break his 894 goals? Not yet. He looks like he's on his way, though. Eh? No, no. Seriously, if you had to bet today. You would bet that he's going to do it. Yeah, doesn't look good for one. He's less than hundred goals away. Ninety-nine. But could you imagine? Could you? Would you have ever a bet? All kidding aside, that somebody was going to break that record one day of eight hundred and ninety-four goals. No. I would have never have bet that. I'm embarrassed to tell you what I'm going to tell you. I'm almost ashamed to say it. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it anyway. I don't want him to break it. I don't want him to break either. Talk it to the mic, talk. I don't want him to break it either. You don't want him to break it, eh? No. For me, Wayne Gretzky is, uh, I don't know. He's hes the great one, man. He's the greatest of all time. And I know he's got like 61 individual records. And I know that records are made to be broken. And and I, I don't know if it's just, you know what? Uh, I just, for me, he's the great one. I don't want Alexander. This is terrible to say this, eh? Because Alexander Ovechkin has never done anything to me. I actually have a beautiful canvas frame somewhere over there in the back that, you know what, if I get signed, it's beautiful. I could put it up. But I don't know how to explain it other than I always loved Gretzky. When I used to play ball hockey growing up, I was Gretzky, was one of my favorite players. I mean, Lafleur was my favorite player. And everyone knew that Gretzky was better than Lafleur, but to me, Guy Lafleur was the greatest player of all time, if that makes any yeah. sense, right? But even though we know he wasn't, and it was most likely Wayne, I don't want to see Ovechkin break Gretzky's records. That's going to be a tough one. Uh... And you know what I'm starting to think? Mm -hmm. Not that this one's going to be broken, because you'd have to think this one's going to be broken. I'm starting to think that someday somebody's going to beat 50 and 39. That's going to be hard. Well, it's going to be a hard one. You think it's harder to beat 50 and 30, 50 goals in 39 games than it is to beat 894 goals in a season? I, I need you to think about this, okay? 894 goals, okay, is like scoring 45 goals a year for 20 seasons. Yes. It's unheard of. It's unheard of. It's unheard of. It's so... You say that 50 and 39 is going to be very tough to beat. I say that scoring 894 goals in your career is even tougher. Could be. They're both very hard to beat, but one's coming close. The big inside stuff here. They're both very, very hard to beat. You think my hair's short enough on the top or what? It's good enough? It's short enough? It looks great. Fantastic. Right. Okay, very, very good. Okay. Joe Scalzo, by the way, from Moxie Coiffer. A hop, skip, and a jump away from me in Villasal. Gretzky was maybe too generous, would pass off to Curry instead of shooting for some goals. It's true, though, eh? Think about all the goals that Gretzky could have scored that he passed the puck on a two-on-one, and had he been more selfish, and had he actually been better on breakaways, because he was not he was not like Mario Lemieux on breakaways. Mario Lemieux on breakaways was sure money. Wayne Gretzky was not. But if Gretzky would have passed the puck, would have shot the puck more often when he was on, he would have had more goals. But he didn't because 
That's what made Gretzky special. You know, everyone talks about Gretzky and Lemieux. I remember I'm a big fan. I was a big fan of the skills competitions at All-Star Games. I don't know if you remember this. But at one point, there was the three versus three relay where they're skating around the pylons. Yes. And the third man on team number one was Gretzky. And the third man on team number one was, on team number two was Mario Lemieux. Do you remember this? And everyone's waiting for them to go to see who's going to finish first to come back, right? Mario Lemieux picks up the puck. And he takes off before Gretzky does because his team was going faster in the relay, right? They were ahead. So Mario, with that big, long reach, he's like six foot five. You would think, A, he's got a reach advantage on Gretzky. B, he started the relay before Gretzky because his team was going faster. You would think it's a done deal. He's going to be Gretzky. What does Wayne Gretzky do to make up the time? Instead of going around the pylons, he's taking his stick with the puck and he's going over the pylons. Over the pylons. So this way he doesn't have to do the turns. He's basically doing the same thing. He's going around the pylons, but he beat the system. And he comes back and he finishes this much ahead of Mar- and before Mario Lemieux. And that's why when we talk about the smartest hockey player of all time, Wayne Gret- there will never be another Wayne Gretzky, ever. Who you had a chance to meet, by the way. Yes, I did. I'm you want to talk in the microphone and tell your story or what? I was very fortunate to meet him. Okay, why don't you tell people how? Go ahead. Give our friend, give our friends a plug. Yeah, I, I was invited to uh, Epic Hotel where he was staying. Yeah, and, uh, Epic Hotel in the old uh, port, by the way. My uh, my friends, uh, Gigi and Silvio, or which are your friends as well. We share mutual friends. They're the owners. They own the Epic Hotel. If memory serves me well, they own Hotel Bonaparte. They own own Hotel Uville, and I believe they own one or two more, which the names escape me right now. But uh, they own about five of them in the old port, right? Mm-hmm. So. Wayne Gretzky and his and and Janet were staying. Yeah. Was it uh, at the Epic that they were staying or at the Bonaparte? So. They were staying at one of the hotels yeah. in the Old Port. Mm-hmm. I think while the tennis was going on here. Yeah, it was a couple of years back. And you know, your very good friend is one of the owners yeah. and yeah. set it up for you. And he said, uh, Listen, "You want to meet him? Now's the chance." Now's the chance. Did he run it by Wayne first to say, "Wayne, I'd like to bring in a friend or whatever"? Sure. Yeah. You sure you did? Yeah. And so you went to the hotel in the Old Port. Seven in the morning, we rushed. Seven in the morning? Yeah, he said, now or never. In the lobby? Yeah, in the lobby, got there, tried to grab as much as uh, Wayne Gretzky memorabilia that I could find. What did you have? I got lucky enough to uh, have uh, his jersey. In the mic, in the mic. His jersey. His jersey, jersey. what else? I brought uh, a little statue and a calendar that I could find because I my head was... Oh, wow. All over the place. So you didn't know the night before that this could happen. This no. is 7 o'clock in the morning. You got the call? Yeah. And this is it. It's happening and, now. All right. So you go there. You pull up. You park. Whatever. You get in. Get in. As soon as you walk in, you see him or not? I see him right away. Right away. Yeah. Take a picture. How are you? This is your childhood idol. This is your, still your idol. Still my idol. You, so you, you were all casual. How are you? You didn't like jump in his arms, give him a hug, give him a kiss, anything? No. Like a gentleman. Walked in. Hi, how are you? morning how's it going pleasure to meet you yeah took a couple of pictures sat down we had coffee wow 
started talking, talked about Montreal, talked about Guy Lafleur, as you were saying. Oh, really, eh? So how long did you guys talk? 10, 15 minutes in. Yeah. I think this is it. It's time to go. He gets up. So I said, okay, that was, you know, I'm about to say thank you very much. He goes, uh, would you like another coffee? Went over, poured me another coffee. We sat down for another 10, 15 minutes. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. He's the gentleman. best, eh? Gentleman. 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 Like by you. By far. Like you. Like you. <laughs> like you. This guy. What a guy, man. This is unbelievable. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, Joe Scalzo at Moxie Coiffer in Villa Sal came over to give me a haircut live on the air. This is, this is unbelievable. Look at that. We got it up again. All right. Okay. Uh, I should have turned the mic uh, when you were talking because uh, next time, you know what? I'm going to. I have another mic there, actually. I'm so stupid because I have another mic over there. I should have just got the other mic. I should have plugged it in. But unfortunately, I'm not that smart. All right? Okay. Why don't we do this now? Let's go for gold. Go for gold. A daily World Cup report. Alfonso Davies keeps it himself. Presented by Bijou Tree Bossy. Gold for Gold is brought to you by Bijouterie Bassi. Bijouterie Bassi has provided professional service and fine jewelry for over 30 years. Visit the store at 9640 Boulevard St. Michel in Montreal. Call them at 514-387-9528. Once again, I got this at Bijouterie Bassi. It is uh, stainless steel, by the way. It's very, very well made. It's absolutely beautiful. Very, very affordable. Very affordable. Makes a great Christmas gift. You're going to love it. I got this bracelet as well. I got a couple of Ferrari watches that I got there as well. They got Boulevard watches as well. They got uh, they got engagement rings. They got diamond rings. They got uh, they got beautiful earrings, uh, which my wife picked up as well in the past. And you're absolutely going to love them. All right, go for gold. We're talking World Cup uh, Qatar 2022. Tomorrow is the day for four teams in particular, and then Saturday is going to be another day for another four teams. But tomorrow, starting at 10 a.m. It's Croatia versus Brazil. We know that Croatia were runners-up at the last World Cup. We also know that Brazil is quite the powerhouse. This is going to be a great game. You would think that Brazil is going to try and open it up. You would think that Croatia will try and counter. Croatia has arguably the best midfield of any team at the World Cup. Brazil, of course, they're just stacked at pretty much every position. It's going to be a fantastic game here on in. Anyone could beat anyone. The thing I wonder about Croatia is they've had a couple of tough tests here at the World Cup so far, and I'm wondering how much juice is left because Brazil was able to rest several of their players in the third game, and so they looked very, very fresh last game. The other game, to bring it up, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Netherlands versus Argentina. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Hey, um... I think if Argentina wins it, I think it's going to have to be Messi. I think Messi is going to have to great players. They can just do things when you want them to do things. I think Messi is going to have to do it. I know that this is not the best Netherlands team they've ever had, but watch out for this 24-year-old, this kid, Cody Gakpo. This kid can score goals, and I think that Netherlands will defend and counter and I think that if Argentina doesn't bring their A game tomorrow, I think they could be surprised. I hope not, because part of me hopes, even though I don't mind who wins the World Cup, part of me hopes that Argentina makes it through on their end to the final, and Portugal makes it through to their end in the final, 
and Cristiano Ronaldo starts for Portugal. And of course, we know that Lionel Messi will start for Argentina. And it'll be Ronaldo versus Messi for the World Cup. But then again, the pity would be is that it's going to be a shame for one of those two players to end up losing that World Cup. But yeah, I just, I would really love for one of them. I wish both of them could win the World Cup, but it doesn't go down that way. I would love for one of them to be able to win it. This show is brought to you in part by other good friends of mine, Sean Gerard and Mike Cinquino, Energy Transportation Group, as well as the Geloso Group, who bring you 8.6 beer. Once again, let's go for that, huh? Cheers. Salute. And Lacash. Make your way to Lacash. Chances are you'll see me and Agnello there next week. To you, my sick army, who followed along on YouTube live, who followed along on Facebook live, and who followed along on Twitter live. Thank you so much for being there tonight and always. And the best part about the Sick Podcast is that sick moments happen sometimes when you least expect it. Like when I'm hosting a podcast and 10 or 15 minutes in, somebody comes through my door, walks into my basement, and it's Joe Scalzo from Moxie because Agnello called him earlier today to give me a haircut. What a guy. Agnello and Sammy. <clears throat> Next time, can you, uh, I don't know, can you can you send a nice car through my door or something? Can you, can you, can you, do, can you do something else? Like, uh, uh, you know, something for Christmas, actually something. Uh, but I do appreciate the haircut very much, Joe. Thank you very much. All right. Have a great night, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place, 10 o'clock. Tell your friends about it. This host and this podcast is sick. Enjoy the World Cup games tomorrow. Salute. Ciao, ciao. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. 8.6. Intense by nature. And La Cage. If the last time you went to La Cage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to La Cage. The menu will surprise you.